Welcome to The Verb with Heather Hallman, where each week she explores a different life-changing verb in the Bible to connect you with Jesus and a new way to live each day. With your host, Dr. Heather Hallman. Welcome back to The Verb. I'm your host, Heather Holloman. And last week, we talked about how God chose us for a person, not a plan. Even though there is a plan for your life, you're chosen for Christ, to be with Him, to enjoy His presence. And that leads us into this invitation you have every day that you are chosen to worship. So two verbs, really chosen and worship today. I want you to just remember that verb, worship. Now, why, you know, why I began to think about this is I had read a quote by A.W. Tozer. He's probably one of my favorite theologians, and he says this, worship is a Christian's full-time occupation. He explains our purpose in Christ like this, worship is why man was created. That is man's chief end. Apart from that, we have no more idea why we are here. God gave you a harp and placed it in your own heart. God made you in order that you might stand up and charm the rest of the universe as you sing praises to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just thought, I want to be like that. I want to be someone who understands why I'm here. You know, Tozer would say his one daily exercise, he wrote, his one daily exercise was the practice of the presence of God pursuing him with all his time and energy. And his biographer said to Tozer, Jesus Christ was a daily wonder, a recurring astonishment, a continual amazement. Could you imagine if that was your life? Now, if you're concerned, you know, I don't even know what worship is. Worship is cultivating an awareness of God's presence and responding with joy to him. Worship as guided by the Holy Spirit is a focus on Jesus and his payment for our sins. You're worshiping when you're praising God and declaring who he is in any situation. You know, Peter says you're chosen for this to declare his praises. 1 Peter 2.9 says that you are a chosen people. And at the end, to declare the praises of him who brought you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Now, if you think about it, it's always right to worship God. It's always something you can do. It's always something that you can develop. It's one of those things where you can't worship too much. Now, if you're if you're worried and you're like, oh gosh, I, is worship just singing? I don't even know. What is this? Don't feel overwhelmed. If you choose to surrender to Jesus and give up to your right to yourself, you've made yourself a living sacrifice. You've actually begun the most significant part of worship. Romans 12 says that when you offer your body as a living sacrifice, this is your true and proper worship. So you might say to Jesus right now, Jesus, I offer myself to you as a living sacrifice. I surrender every part of this day to you and I serve at your pleasure today. That is the beginning of a beautiful life of worship. Also remember that according to Philippians 3.3, we quote, worship by the Spirit of God. The, the Holy Spirit is enabling you to worship. Tozer would say it's impossible to worship God acceptably apart from the Holy Spirit. 
He says the operation of the Spirit of God within us enables us to worship God acceptably through Jesus Christ, who is himself God. Worship originates with God, comes back to us, and is reflected from us. That is the worship God accepts, and he accepts no other kind. That is a beautiful quote. Now, I want to talk about a moment I had when I was like, God, is it okay that I am worshiping Jesus? I mean, do I talk about God? Do I talk about Jesus? Do I talk about the Holy Spirit? I was confused one day, like, if I'm just focusing on Christ, is that what worship is? If you read Philippians 2, 9 through 11, I was so excited to learn that I bring glory to God when I worship Jesus Christ. Paul writes about Jesus that God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I love that. And it's just so beautiful to think about. Now, what I wanted to challenge you on today's podcast with in, in this kind of life of worship that you're cultivating is I want you to think about this statement. Something about what's happening to you right now is helping you experience God's presence more. Something about what is happening to you right now is an invitation for you to recognize God right here. In fact, it could be the reason why he brought you to the experience that you're in. Worship is coming into God's presence no matter what's happening, having a conscious adoration of him. This is what theologian Wayne Grudem would say. It's a direct expression of this ultimate purpose of seeing God in every situation. It is a sharper vision of who he is. Now, I thought to myself, well, God, how do I cultivate this presence of God that brings refreshment to my soul to worship you? And I thought of kind of three things you can do in any situation to worship God. If everything you're experiencing helps you worship, I thought, well, there are three things that are true in every situation, and that is this. You can worship God because of his providential care for you, meaning that he has arranged your circumstances, all the circumstances of your life, to advance his good or his glory and our good. Providence refers to the protective care of God at all times. Remember, he has the power to bring everything under his control. That helps me give thanks in all circumstances, like Thessalonians 5.18 says. So as I'm growing as a worshiper, I'm learning to look for the divine activity of God wherever I go. So many times I'll be in a situation and I'll be like, oh God, you put me here for this. You know, recently our daughter underwent testing for a medical condition that really terrified me and we needed all this doctor care at Penn State, but our ministry assignment brought us to Colorado for the summer. And I was really having a hard time worshiping God because I thought, how would God care for my daughter when we have to leave our network of providers in Pennsylvania? And wouldn't you know, when we got to Denver, we not only found out that there was a doctor there who took our insurance, but it was a doctor that far surpassed any medical care we would have received in Pennsylvania. He was an expert in the very field that we needed help in providentially God arranged our circumstances and I just worshiped him more and more. That leads right into provision. Think of the three P's, providence, provision, and perspective, eternal perspective. I worship God because it is his nature to ceaselessly provide for his chosen one. He never stops providing. In fact, he 
It is his nature to provide. So when I feel discouraged about my day, I often imagine Jesus asking me, what do you need? How can I provide for you today? He is an ever-present help in trouble. And that helps me worship him. I think, God, you are meeting my needs here. And it just helps me understand that he has boundlessly supplied what I need. And I see when I see him doing that, it helps me worship him. And finally, just that eternal perspective that I look at where I am, knowing that there's something touching eternity here. Maybe I'm in the situation I'm in in order to share Christ with someone. Maybe I'm in the situation I'm in just because it's helping me depend upon God more. So whatever discouraging situation you're in, I want you to just think, God has me here and he invites me to worship. I'm chosen to worship him right here. I want to just end with the most important part of worship. What energizes, reinforces, and purifies worship, it's simply this. A holy God sent his son to die for our sins. He is worthy. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. We worship him no matter what's happening in our life simply because of who he is. He is a wonderful, magnificent God, and the greatest joy of our life is to cultivate an awareness of who Jesus is and worship him every day. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you next week on the podcast where we will talk a little bit more about our chosen identity in Christ. Thank you for listening to The Verb with Heather Holloman. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember, new episodes every Friday. This episode was brought to you by my friends at Moody Publishers. I have loved publishing my books with Moody because they donate every dollar of profit to the Moody Bible Institute. So when you purchase my book, you help train the next generation of Christian leaders. Learn more about my books with Moody Publishers at heatherholloman.com.